be like Gaius, not like Diotrephes. It was around AD 90 when the Apostle John sent a letter, which we know as the third epistle of John, to Gaius. The ageing Apostle opens his letter fondly, describing Gaius as well-beloved and someone whom he truly loves. He repeats the title, Beloved, again in verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. The contemporary English version translates verse 2 as, Dear friend, I pray that all goes well for you. I hope that you are strong in body as I know you are in spirit. John is saying, I already know that you have spiritual health. I pray your physical health matches. What is it about Gaius that caused John to write this? We discover four qualities about Gaius in verses 3 to 6 that reveal why his soul prospered and why he had spiritual health. As we await the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have opportunity to develop these same four qualities. Quality 1. Gaius was filled with the truth. In verse 3, John says that he has received reports from the brethren that Gaius is full of the truth. He says, they testified of the truth that is in thee. What sort of qualities had the brethren witnessed that would cause them to report this back to John? No doubt they witnessed someone who is honest and always speaks truthful words. Someone who is not a respecter of persons and does not change their views depending on the parties involved. Someone who has a correct understanding of the plan and purpose of God. Someone who does not alter the word of God or preach doctrines that suit their narrative or popular opinion. Someone who has faith in God. Someone who wants to share the truth with others. Someone who believes in the Lord Jesus as the Christ. There is an echo here to 1 John chapter 2. Indeed, there is an echo back to the first epistle of John for each of these four qualities And these are worth marking next to the relevant qualities of Gaius in the third epistle. It shows that Gaius was a living example of someone following the directions that John had sent in his first epistle. The point John makes in the first epistle is that you only have the truth if you believe that the Lord Jesus is the Christ, our Saviour. As he says in 1 John 2 verse 24, let that continue to abide in you. Gaius had the truth in him. Is it the same for us? Are we honest? Are we not a respecter of persons and apply God's word consistently? Have we developed a faith in God that he will fulfil his plan and purpose with this earth? Do we prioritise God's word and share it with others? Do we know God and his son? These are the elements of someone who has the truth in them. And this is what John acknowledges about Gaius. The truth is in him. But Gaius did something more than this. Quality two. Gaius walked in the truth. John notes the second quality of Gaius when he says at the end of verse three that Gaius walks in the truth. The apostle is saying that his manner of life was consistent with his beliefs. The echo for this second quality is back to 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 to 6. John says that it is not enough just to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to keep his commandments as well. In fact, the apostle says that if you say you know Jesus Christ, but you do not follow his commandments, then you are a liar and the truth is not in you. 
That is why, in the third epistle of John, verse 4, he was overjoyed that Gaius was walking in the truth. The revised version makes it even more emphatic. Greater joy have I none than this, to hear of my children walking in the truth. Having come to a knowledge of the truth, Gaius had been transformed. He walked in the truth, that is, he strived to overcome all those works of the flesh mentioned in Galatians 5, and instead walked in the Spirit, showing the fruitfulness of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Gaius's life reflected the truth that he had in his heart, and he followed the commandments of Christ. This influenced what hobbies he had, what he spent his time doing, places he visited, the people he associated with, the effort he put into the ecclesia, his attendance at the meetings, the practical application of his faith. The concept of faith and works are seen in the example of Gaius. The truth was in him, he had understanding and faith, but it was also seen in his actions. He followed the words of James, who said in James 1 verse 22, Be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Gaius walked in the truth. Is it the same for us? Do we prioritise walking in the truth, developing a relationship with God and the Lord Jesus Christ? Are we involved with the ecclesia and apply our faith practically? An example of how Gaius was a doer of the word is seen in the third quality. Quality three, Gaius helped others. John states in verse five that Gaius did a faithful work towards his brothers and sisters. Whether they were known to him or visiting from another ecclesia, Gaius helped others. He was hospitable and he extended material help to those preaching the gospel. The echo for this third quality can be seen back in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17, where John says, Whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother in need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Gaius was always ready to use his material blessings to help others. Not just because it was the right thing to do, but because he reacted when his brethren had a need, and because he wanted to assist their work of spreading the gospel. How did he do this practically? He invited visitors into his home, even the stranger he had never met. He invited members of his own ecclesia for a meal or a Bible reading. He provided financial assistance for the work of the ecclesia and the missionaries. He encouraged others in their work to spread the gospel. Gaius helped others. Do we? Are we extending our hospitality to those brothers and sisters we know, as well as those we do not? Are we providing material support to aid the preaching of God's word? Are we supporting our brothers and sisters? The reason why Gaius did these things is found in his fourth quality. Quality four, he loved the ecclesia. The fourth quality of Gaius is that he loved the ecclesia. We're told in verse six, those who had experienced the hospitality of Gaius went back to John and bore witness of his love before the ecclesia. His love for the brothers and sisters, young people, and children. It's his love for the Lord Jesus Christ as head of the ecclesia. It's his love for Yahweh as the head of Christ. The echo for this fourth quality can be seen in 1 John chapter 3, verse 11, where John says we should love one another. Gaius's love for the ecclesia shone through in his actions and words. Those who spent time with him would have felt enthused, encouraged, exhilarated and excited about the hope they shared. 
That is why they went back to John reporting of his love for the Ecclesia. Do we love the Ecclesia like Gaius? We need to develop a deep love for the family of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and our Father in heaven. These four beautiful qualities of Gaius evidenced his spiritual health, and they are four qualities that we can develop in our walk toward the kingdom. The Apostle John then goes on to write about another man in his third epistle, Diotrephes. When we do a side-by-side comparison, we find that Diotrephes had four qualities that are the exact opposite of Gaius. Gaius was filled with the truth. Diotrephes was filled with pride. We saw the first quality of Gaius is that he was filled with the truth and faith. But John says in verse 9 that Diotrephes loves to have preeminence. He was filled with pride. His focus was on self rather than the truth. You cannot be filled with faith if you are filled with pride. There is not enough room for both. Pride can make someone think that they are perfectly righteous. As it says in Proverbs 16 verse 5, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Diotrephes was filled with pride rather than filled with the truth like Gaius was. We need to take this example as a warning and watch out for pride getting in the way of our faith. Gaius walked in the truth. Diotrephes did not walk in the truth. We saw the second quality of Gaius was that he walked in the truth. His life was consistent with his beliefs. Diotrephes did not walk in the truth. We find in verse 10 that he was prating with his malicious words, which the CEV renders it, he has been attacking us with gossip. You cannot walk in the truth if you are constantly and maliciously gossiping. As James said in chapter 1 verse 26, If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Diotrephes was too busy gossiping and being malicious rather than walking in the truth like Gaius did. We need to watch that our walk is not hindered by engaging in malicious gossip. Gaius helped others. Diotrephes refused to welcome others. The third quality of Gaius is that he helped others. He invited people to his home. He was hospitable. Diotrephes was the complete opposite. Verse 10 says, Neither doth he himself receive the brethren. Those travelling brethren in verses 5 and 6 were being hindered from their labours because of Diotrephes. He would not help them. He would not let them into his home. And if there was any risk to his position of power, he would not receive them into the ecclesia. Diotrephes did not live the words of Hebrews 13 verse 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. We need to make sure we are making visitors and strangers and each other welcome in our midst. Gaius loved the Ecclesia. Diotrephes did not love the Ecclesia. The fourth quality of Gaius is that he loved the Ecclesia. While Gaius had developed a deep love for the Ecclesia, It is clear Diotrephes hadn't. We see in verse 10, not only did Diotrephes not receive the brethren, but he forbade others from showing hospitality. And if they dared do it against his wishes, he had them thrown out of the ecclesia. His own brothers and sisters were being excommunicated for showing hospitality. There is no love in these actions. And as we saw from 1 John, if he did not love his brothers and sisters, he did not love the Lord Jesus Christ and did not love God. We need to remember that our actions towards our brothers and sisters reflect the love and care we have for them, and our attitude toward God 
and the Lord Jesus Christ. We have seen that we need to be like Gaius, and not like Diotrephes. Not only was Gaius modelling his life on the instructions from the first epistle of John, he was also modelling his life on the example of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord reflected these same four qualities. The Lord Jesus Christ not only had the truth in him, he is the truth. As he said in John 14 verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. The Lord Jesus Christ walked in the truth. His actions reflected his beliefs. As he said in John 4 verse 24, God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The Lord Jesus Christ helped others with open arms. As he said in Mark 10 verse 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. The Lord Jesus Christ loved the ecclesia, and he loved his God. As he said in John 13 verse 34, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. Also in Matthew 22 verse 37, he taught that the greatest of all commandments was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. If we reflect these four qualities in our life, having the truth in us as we maintain our faith, walking in the truth as our actions reflect our beliefs, helping others with open arms and having a deep love for the ecclesia, then we will be of God, as it says in 3 John verse 11. For those like Gaius, who are worthy of God, a day is coming very soon, when the Lord Jesus Christ will say to them, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world.